Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the podcast for your face. I am Kelly McCarran and every Thursday I spotlight something or someone I think is super interesting in beauty land. And if you have a suggestion for an episode or you were desperate for me to talk about something in particular, please reach out because I really do take all suggestions on. To be fair though, half of the time when I get DMs personally on my Insta, I'm like, oh, done this episode and then I'll link someone back. But you know what? Maybe I've already done it and it's just waiting to be sent to you. But you can email us at youbeautyatmamamia.com.au or our Insta DM is at youbeautypodcast, well, the handle thingy. But today I want you to get comfortable. I want you to sit back and relax and pretend that I am your bossy friend about to tell you what to do. Well, you don't have to really pretend. That's exactly what I am. I'm sitting here with my legs crossed. I have a couple of beverages ready to go. It is the first week of spring, Ubies. Surprise, I'm sure everyone's sneezing their way through the week and they wildly aware. Just like many areas of our life, it is a fabulous time to do a spring clean and it's a spring clean of our beauty routine. So I'm going to take you through how to get it done. And it's quite funny that people don't really think about this because I ran into Mia, the big boss lady of Mama Mia, earlier today and I was like talking to her and she was telling me about how excited she was to spring clean her wardrobe and kind of like swap out her jumpers for more dresses and that sort of thing. And I said, oh my gosh, so fun. And then I said, oh, this week's Spotlight episode is actually about beauty spring clean. And she said, oh my goodness, I didn't even think to do that. So hopefully this inspires you. Firstly, it's time to declutter. I want you to start off by checking the expiry date on all of your skincare products. They should have a little jar icon on them. So look for a little jar and then it should have like 12M printed inside or it might say 24M. That means that basically the product in question expires 12 months after you open it. If it's got a six on it, maybe have a little bit of a whiff because it could be on its way out. If you can't remember, a great hack that I have is actually searching in your emails for order confirmation. I do most of my shopping online, so there's always a receipt trail, if you will. Or worst case scenario, just have like a little bit of a sniff, chuck your snout in the product. Does it smell the way it should or does it smell a little bit dodgy? You can also check out the texture. If you're not sure if it smells or looks a little bit dodgy, I would always just err on the side of caution and get rid of it because skincare that's off can cause irritation and you can even like then get skin issues like acne because it has been a bit of a bacteria breeding ground, which is kind of repulsive when you think about it. 
Then we're going to move on to makeup products and do exactly the same thing. But you don't have to be as strict, I don't reckon. Unless they have a strange film on them or smell, I wouldn't worry too much about powdered products. Like if you take good care of your powdered products, they should last. But all eye products like eyeliner and mascara need to be thrown out after six months because they can actually breed bacteria like nothing else and no one wants anything that's bacteria-really near their eyes because you could even, okay, this is like very dramatic, but you could even get a staph infection. That happened to one of my girlfriends. She used an old mascara and she ended up with really bad staph infection and had to go on antibiotics for so long and she got like these big scabs all over her face. Like the infection spread everywhere. It wasn't cute. The poor girl was in a lot of misery and it was all from using a dodgy old mascara that looked and smelt fine, but it was old. So lesson learnt. Everything else like foundations and lipsticks will generally be fine for 12 to 18 months, but just use your judgment. Throw something out if the consistency or smell has changed in any way. If you're using a lipstick while you were sick, I would probably be like, ugh and get rid of it or like sanitize it at least. And if you had a cold sore, definitely get rid of it because all of that bacteria is just going to breed in those wet environments. And generally you'll use your hair and body products within the expiration timeframe. And it's not as urgent because it's not going on your delicate face skin or near your eyes or anything. So you don't really need to worry as much. However, if you have had something for quite a while and you can't really remember when you got it, make sure you check out the texture, have a little sniff, make sure that it's okay. Next up, you are going to get your Marie Kondo on, my friends. You are going to collect everything that you're keeping and actually use the Marie Kondo effect and think, are they going to be used? Are they right for your skin tone and type? Or did you purchase something because an influencer told you to and actually they've got wildly different skin to you? So you probably shouldn't have been the first instance. Like I've totally done this before. Someone has been like, I've got oily skin but this is really great, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, I really want to try it. And then I get it and I'm, oh, that is so wrong for me. So we've all been there. But if that's the case, maybe it's time to part with it. Does the product bring you joy? All of these questions, if you answer no, it's time to either pass them on to a friend or family member or bin it or recycle, uh, depending on what it's made of, of course. I think some people wonder sometimes like, worry about waste with anyone that sort of works in my industry and gets to try a lot of products. But what I do is when I receive a product, straight away, I'll have a look at it if I'm excited by it, if it's a brand I really like, if I need it in my routine or really want to give it a go, I will pop it into its category that I can play around with. If I'm never going to use it, I don't like the brand or I've already got it or it just doesn't interest me at all, I'll pop it in a giveaway pile or like I'll use them for gifting to educators at my son's preschool. And then I've also got like my little charity box for my sister and she loves having a rummage through it. And this is like the box where something goes if I really love it or I just don't love it, but it's really good and I kind of don't really want to throw it out because there's still product left in it. Or maybe I thought it was really good, but it wasn't right for me. But If it's been used but it's not off yet and I don't want to throw it out for whatever reason, it goes in there and my sister generally has a great 
fun little rummage. He absolutely loves it. And if you live near a shopping center, this is such a good hack. You can actually take your products. There's this company called TerraCycle and they have bins in shops like Priceline, Sephora, Mecca, and they properly recycle your beauty products. So we're going to make sure that we pop a link in your show notes so you can check them out. At Sephora, if you've got a Sephora near you, you can actually get points for recycling them properly that way. So I like to see it as recycling and getting paid for it or getting free beauty products for it, which don't we all love? Next, we are going to swap different products out for the season. So kind of the way that we might swap a jumper out for a dress, if you generally find you need to use different formulas based on whatever season it is, now is the time to get swapping. So as the weather gets warmer and humidity increases, our skin tends to be like a little bit sweatier, a little bit svitzier than usual, making it more likely to produce oil. So all of those beautifully rich and lush hydration heavyweights that come out during the cold months when our skin's going, ah, help me, they can be tucked away or just use it maybe sparingly when your skin needs that extra boost, like after a treatment or maybe a day in the sun and the elements. But before you put all of your products back, you need to clean, okay? Let's do it properly. Let's not do a half-assed little Kelly job on things. Make sure you wipe your shelves and all your storage containers down as they generally get covered in product fallout and bits and bobs and creams and such rogue hairs. Next on the list is washing your brushes. And I know, I know, you're all very good and not naughty at all and you do your brushes weekly, right? Everyone's like, we absolutely do not and neither do you, you dirty bitch. I do sometimes. I do most of the time, actually, I would say. But on the off chance you don't do them every week because you're busy, which is normal, this is a great opportunity. There are so many ways that you can clean your brushes. My favourite way, I think it's the easiest. I think it's the most effective. I like to use a gentle shampoo. And when I say gentle, just a basic one. So not anti-dandruff, not toning, not clarifying or anything, just your stock standard shampoo or soap, just something liquid makes it easier. And then I have one of those like bumpy pad things. It's called a makeup brush cleaner. You get them from Kmart, you get them from Amazon. We'll pop a few options in the show notes. I pop on a podcast or an audio book or whatever, and then I just get to work and I have so much fun. It brings me so much joy. It's very satisfying. If you're into like plucking hairs or squeezing pimples, I reckon you'll love cleaning brushes. So I run them under warm water and then I use that shampoo or soap on the pad thingy and then I brush them around and get in there until the water runs clear. But I don't get too aggressive with my brushing because we don't want to ruin the brush because they're expensive. Okay. After they're done, I place them on a towel outside and then I like lay them in the sun and they dry generally really, really fast. And don't forget your beauty sponges. You need to wash them too. They stay moist for ages. So they're absolute heaven for breeding bacteria. Yuck. So soap those babies up. And if your skin is feeling a little bit grim, a little bit sad after being in the AC for absolute months and attacked by your immune system, because I don't know about you, but my skin, when my immune system is down and I keep getting sick, which my word, I've been copping it lately. My skin reflects everything that's going on inside, so it just 
doesn't look great. If your budget allows, book a facial. Generally, you will need a few to get your skin back on track, so I wouldn't bother if you can only afford one. Rather, you'd benefit more from splurging on a new mask, maybe something really rejuvenating like the Dr. Naomi One Night Stand mask. I spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. It's so, so, so heavy duty. It works so well. It's got a really high percent of glycolic acid in it, so it just munches away at all of the dead skin cells and anything that's sitting on your skin and stopping it from looking nice and bright and glassy. And then there's also, if you're feeling, oh, I actually probably just need to worry more about hydration, there is the O Cosmetics Hydra Plus Sleep-In Mask that is honestly just like a thick drink of moisture for your face. And the Fresh Black Tea Firming Overnight Mask. You wake up and your skin's just like plump and bouncy and juicy and you really do notice the difference. So I really recommend an overnight mask for fresh skin, especially that's worth investing in if you don't have money for a round of treatments because someone might be like, oh, you can benefit from one treatment. And I mean, you sort of can, but you're probably going to need three or four. So I just think that you'd be better off spending it on a really good quality face mask. And if the skin on your body has been neglected, guilty, and the thought of getting your pins out is like, oh, dear Lord, no, have a look at some exfoliating body products to get your skin glowing again. So something like the Skinstitute Glycolic Scrub. I mean, it is a face and body scrub, but it's so big. And that one is from Adore Beauty. It is so good. It's going to slow off like all of that dead skin, just make your skin look nice and smooth and less like fish gill skin. And then my husband's actually obsessed with the weightless body treatment, the BHA Paula's Choice product. He really loves it. He gets like little sweat pimples on his arms and KP, which is those little like chicken skin bumps. He gets it from the gym and he swears by this product. Also make sure that you're nourishing your skin with moisturizing products after that because chemical exfoliants can sort of dry your skin out a little bit more. So then you need to bring nourishment in. So brands like Ipsum, L'Occitane, QV, Brillo, you've heard me discuss them all. They all do really beautiful, good quality nourishing products just to make sure that your skin is like lovely to touch, lovely to feel. So there you have it. I've got a lovely little job for you this weekend, Ubies. Get spring cleaning and I want to see your clean shelfie or your clean cupboard. Tag us at you Beauty Podcast or Insta or pop it in the Facebook group. The producer of You Beauty is the delightful Cassie Merritt with audio editing by Leah Porges. I'll be back in your ears tomorrow for Spendy Savy. Bye. <laughs>